with me to yes Isaiah chapter 43 Isaiah chapter 43 from verse 1 to through to 10 the Bible says that but now this is what the Lord says he who created you Jacob he who formed you Israel do not fear for I have redeemed you I have summoned you by name hallelujah you are mine somebody say you are mine that is God God is saying to us. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Amen. The waters signifies trouble. When we're going through trouble, when the fairness of affliction t- surrounds us and overwhelms us, the Bible says that God is saying that I will be with you. Amen. I came to tell somebody that God is going to be with you. For the next four weeks of lockdown, God is going to be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they shall not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, the furnace of afflictions, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for your place. Amen. Next verse. Since you are precious in my sight and you have, you have been honored and I love you. Hallelujah. I've loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Hallelujah. says that I will give men for you and people for your life. Verse 6. Sorry, verse 5. Do not be afraid for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not withhold them back. Do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed and made, lead, lead out those who have eyes but are blind and ears but are deaf. All the nations gather together. Are the nations gathered together today? And the people assemble, which of their gods foretold and proclaimed to ask the former things. Let them bring in their witnesses. Let them bring in their witnesses to prove they were right, so that others may hear and say it is true. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord. And my servants whom I have chosen. Somebody say, my, God has chosen you. God has chosen me. So that we may know and believe and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed. Nor will there be after me. Hallelujah. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Thanks be to God. Amen. But my focus is on verse 10. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen. If you are looking for a title for uh, this short sermon, it is chosen. Hallelujah. Someone say chosen. God has chosen you and I. Amen. God has chosen you and I. In Psalm 68, verse 4 to 10, the Bible says, Sing to, the, to God, as, sing in praise of his name. Extol who rides on the clouds, 
stole him who rides on the cloud and rejoiced before him. His name is the Lord. The father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families and leads out the prisoners by singing, but the rebellious live in sun-scorched land. Hallelujah. God sets the lonely in family. So God has chosen us and he has set us into a family. Hallelujah. God has chosen us. My last scripture is 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people. Someone say a chosen people. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Hallelujah. Once you were not a people, but you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hallelujah. Somebody say chosen. God has chosen you and I and has put us in a family. You see, it's amazing that as we look now, we realize that the countries that we have so prided ourselves in is failing us. I said, the countries, how many are proud of where you come from? Proud of the country you belong to? Proud of the flag? Proud of your heritage and everything? But as time has gone on, we have realized that we cannot be proud of the countries we come from. We cannot be proud of what makes us unique or makes us different. We cannot be proud of our skin color. We cannot be proud of the texture of our head, our hair. We cannot be proud of, of, of like, you see, they're talking about volcano, talking about beautiful beaches and everything. But all these beaches are being consumed. The volcano has consumed over two-thirds of Montserrat. So can you imagine this whole, if Leeds is the whole of, um, what do you call it, uh, Montserrat, two-thirds of it has been taken by fire and sulfur and plumes of smoke. So all of them have had to run away from the land that they so prided themselves in. Which means that there is something that binds us and holds us better than just where we come from. Better than the countries of our origin. Better than who we think we are. Hallelujah. And that is God because he has chosen us. We who are not a people, we who are not a nation, the Bible is saying that God has made us a nation. He has made us a people. He has chosen us and made us a royal priesthood, a peculiar nation. He has chosen you and I. Someone say chosen. God chooses, you know, I, I don't know whether you've ever played a game where they had, you know, uh, when I was young, we used to play, when you're playing football, maybe the, the owner of the ball brings the ball to the pack. And then the boys are about 15 or 20 boys. So they decide to pick. So the owner will pick his team. How I many know what I'm saying? The owner of the ball will choose the people. And normally the owner of the ball is not a very good footballer. But he will choose all the food, best footballers into his team. So I pick Steve. I pick Sam. I pick uh, Andrew. I pick this. I pick that. Then the other person will pick the rest. The Kiran of, of the day will pick. I didn't say it. <laughs> I don't want to be in trouble. 
Are you getting it? How did he choose the people he chose? Well, he has his own preference. Choice means that there are two alternatives. Are you with me? God could have chosen any, any group of people, but somehow God has decided to choose you and I. Not because we have done something great. Not because we are called. Not because we are beautiful. Not because we are special. Not because we have anything that he wants. But he has chosen us. Somebody say chosen. He has chosen you and I. Like the man with the ball. He decided, I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you. Sometimes the, the owner of the ball is not the one who makes the choice. Sometimes the big boys, the two big boys in the, amongst the group will, be decide, will decide to be captains. And then they will choose. But when they are choosing, the owner of the ball is not scared. Because he knows that whatever happens, he will have to be chosen. Otherwise, he'll take his ball and go home. I used to be. So other boys are panicking because they want to be chosen and their names are not being called. And by the owner of the ball is just cool. He's just if you want to play this game, you have to choose me. Hallelujah. God has chosen us. How has God, how has God chosen you and I? God has chosen you by his blood. Somebody say the blood of Jesus Christ. He has purchased us. He's chosen us through the blood. In Romans chapter 3, verse 12 to 17. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if we live according to the flesh, we will die. But if we live by the Spirit and put to death the deeds of the body, we shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Hallelujah. He has chosen us. Purchase that with his blood and let us as sons. If you have ever gone through any adoption process, you realize that the person who adopts, he, he goes and says, I want to be a mother or a father to this child. And he picks the child and takes the child home and he treats the child the same way he would treat his biological children. Amen. We were not his people we're not a people, but he made us a people. And not only that, he bought us. He had to pay the price. The price was the precious blood of Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. He used that blood to purchase you and I. And now that he has purchased us, now we are sons and daughters. Amen. For if you have, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption by whom you cry, Abba, Father. Amen. So we have legitimate rights to call God our Father. Just as Jesus called God his Father, because we are joined us together with him, we can also call him our Father. I say we can also call him our Father. If children, then us, us of God, and joint us with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may be glorified together. Amen. So now, it is not the, the Nigerian blood that runs through your veins. It is not the Haitian blood. It is not the Montserratian blood. It is not the uh, Ghanaian blood or the South African blood or anything. But the blood of Jesus. That blood that will never lose his power. It is that blood that runs through us. And you see, that blood, it negates the DNA of where you come from. The DNA of your biology does not 
is not as stronger than the blood of Jesus. So if there's any sickness in the family you come from, if there's any, you know, a lot of like the people from Nigeria have decided they will not represent Nigeria. And it's okay. You can decide to adopt another country. Because what runs through your veins is not the Nigerian blood. It's the blood of Jesus. I say it's the blood of Jesus. The, the land you live on is just a place that you are just passing, a, passing time. So you can decide to choose wherever you want to be. The, everywhere the soul of your foot shall tread, God will give you that place. That's why I decided to be a South African. It's not by force. I decide. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. We are chosen by blood. We are, the, the, the second reason why we are chosen, we are chosen because we believed. We are chosen because we believed. John chapter 1 verse 11 to 13 says that, And he came to his own, but his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become sons of God. Hallelujah. Or I say he came to his own. We were not his people. He came to his people. His people did not receive him. They didn't, they didn't believe in him, so they didn't receive him. So he said, now, if my people not believe and receive me, then as many as will receive him, to them he gave the power to be the sons of God. So all of us who have received Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we have qualified because we have received. Amen. We have qualified to be chosen because we have received him. Verse 13, who... Bo- who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Hallelujah. It is God's will to choose you and I. Because we have believed, he, we are now those who have qualified. Amen. And if we are going to be a nation, then the, the third thing is that we must have a pledge. See, if you, if you change if you naturalize to any country, let's, let's say, for instance, you naturalize as a British citizen, you have to go through the pledging of allegiance to the queen. Are, are you with me? You have to go through the pledging of allegiance. You have to confess with your mouth that you believe in the queen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If you, if you want to, uh, any, any country at all, if you want to naturalize in any country, you will have to go through a process. And one of the main processes or the ending of all the processes is the pledging of your allegiance to the country. Hallelujah. In, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 25, he says that, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and a living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is in his flesh and having a high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and a full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Verse 23 is what I'm looking for. Let us hold fast to our profession or our confession. Hallelujah. We need to hold fast. One of the main things that will qualify you as a British citizen is your pledging of allegiance to say that you believe in the queen. Are you with me? 
If you refuse to pledge allegiance to the flag and to the queen, you will not become a citizen. Am I making sense to you? In the same way, if we don't confess Jesus as the Lord and Savior of our lives, we don't qualify to be members of the kingdom. We have to pledge our allegiance. We have to hold fast to the confession. So when others are confessing negative, we have to confess the report of the Lord. I say when people are saying that there's death all over the place, there's doom all around us, we are going on lockdown, we don't know whether this, this virus will get any better. It looks like with the winter coming, it's going to be bad and things are going to happen, people are going to die, the beds in the hospitals are finished and everything. That is what the world is confessing. But whose report would you believe? Whose report do you believe? If you believe in the kingdom of God, then you have to pledge allegiance to the kingdom of God. And you have to hold fast to the confession that the people of the kingdom of God confessed and professed. Am I talking to somebody? So let us consider one another and stir up love. Stir up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. As the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more when you see the day approaching. Amen. You see, we have the Apostles' Creed. How many have heard of the Apostles' Creed? Now, the Apostles' Creed has 12 lines. Some people say, some scholars say that each apostle contributed one line. That is how it's, it's the 12 lines of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in Jesus Christ, I believe in God, the Father of heaven and earth, isn't it? You don't know the Apostles' Creed. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried, descended into the, the dead, and on the third day he rose again, and he descended into heaven, and he seated at the right-hand side of the Father. And, and from where he would judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Hallelujah. Our confession, as Christians, we confess the word. We confess our belief. Especially in these difficult times that we find ourselves in. Our confession is very, very important. I say our confession is very important. If you are a kingdom citizen, then pledge your allegiance to the word of God and pledge your allegiance to what the word says. What God says is, is gospel. What God says is that is what's going to happen. Hallelujah. Anything God says is the truth and nothing else. So believe in that. Because you have been chosen. If you have been chosen as part of the football team, then you have to do what the football team members do. Normally, the owner of the ball is not a very good player. So when the, the captain chooses him, they put him in goal. Stay there and catch the ball. Try and catch. And they play as if they don't have a goalkeeper. Are you with me? But if you are a, a, a goalkeeper because you are owner of the ball and you are not, you're going to be absent from the goal, after a while, the people will decide to remove you. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? So our, our faith must come through our actions and come through our confessions. Hallelujah. 
One of the things that we looked at is that another characteristics of the kingdom people is love. Isn't it? We read it. It says that stir up the love. Let us consider one another and stir up the love and good works. Hallelujah. So one of the distinguishing features of this of the people of God that God has chosen is our love that we have for one another. Amen. In John chapter 13, verse 34 and 35, it says that a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, so you ought to also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? So, we have been chosen. We have, we have a confession. Now, our characteristics or our character traits. You see, when you take a country, you know the character traits. For instance, if you take, if you take uh, a tribe, when you take Nigerians, the first thing you're thinking about is what? Relentless, bold, you know, they will not be downtrodden, they will not you know, giving, they have to, no, 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 no. You, you, you understand? That is the, the, when you take Americans, they are loud, they are brash, even when they don't know, they, they are talking. They want to be heard. How many understand what I'm saying? They can be talking nonsense, but they are so proud of who they are. They are so proud of what they do. And they, I'm American. If you come from where I come from, we are, to, we are Americans. See, I've got my Kumerican dress on. Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Let me go on quickly. Somebody say love. Some people like to fight. Where they come from? You know the first person who spoke? Say, cool. Yeah, you know, when they, they are, there are some people, even when they want to fight, they tend, they put an accent on. Isn't it? They could be the smallest person, but as soon as they enter a place and they see something going wrong and they want, they put on a Jamaican accent. No, they are not Jamaicans. Because once you have a Jamaican accent, it means that you can fight. <laughs> Isn't that true? The Jamaicans in the house are looking at me funny. I'm not afraid of you. Don't worry. <laughs> or you put a gun accent on. E as a boy. We had a friend. He said he should say he has a ball. He said he has a ball. He said no. He has a ball. Say, he has a ball. At that point, we had to stop because if you continue, you'll be beaten. <laughs> Hallelujah. But love, we have to express our love, even though we are different. Even though, you know, Jamaicans have this attitude, Americans have this attitude, Christians also have an attitude, and our attitude is love. I say our attitude is love. What would distinguish you and I as Christians is not what we are saying, but what we do. 
Hallelujah. And if you want to know what love is, if 1 Corinthians 13 tells us what love is from verse 4, love suffers long and is kind. If you are a Christian, you have to be patient with people. If you are a Christian, you have to be kind to people. If you are a Christian, you must not envy. If you are a Christian, you must have, you must not pride yourself and be boastful, be puffed up. If you are a Christian, then you must not be rude. Hallelujah. Love is not rude. Does not seek. You must not be selfish. Does not seek its own. Or thinks no evil. You must not think evil of people. Always think that people are out to get you. Always think that people don't like you. Always think that people have something against you. If you have that mindset, you are not a kingdom citizen. But a kingdom citizen has to have love for people. Make excuses for people. Think good about people. Hallelujah. Think that people, people will do well. They may be going through a challenging time right now, but they will do well. They will come through. How many understand what I'm saying? Because that is, that is what shows that you are a kingdom citizen. Hallelujah. People don't struggle to be Nigerians. They are Nigerians wherever they are. You will hear them before you see them. See, I'm not afraid of any of you, in case you haven't noticed. So I'm saying everything after church, don't come and talk to me. Some people are trying to, you know, but the, the mask is not even helping, so I'm not seeing the frown. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, don't let your Nigerian nature come through more than your Christian nature. Your love for one another must be stronger than your country nature. Am I making sense? Yeah. So what we do is we show love to people. What we do is we practice love. What we do is that we, we, we allow, the Bible says, uh, the, uh, everything will pass. The only thing that will not pass is love. Hallelujah. So let's bear one another. Bear all things. Let's believe all things. Let's hope in the good of people. Let's endure people. Amen. Don't be in church and you don't have a friend in the church. Now that we are, we are about to go back on lockdown, check out on, check people out. You know, make sure that before you leave here to, uh, this afternoon, you get, don't, be, don't be in a hurry to leave. We are, go, we are not going to see each other for a whole month. So make sure you have somebody's phone number. Am I talking to somebody? That you can check up on them. You know, it's like, oh, I, I, I went to the shop and I bought some groceries. I'm thinking of coming to drop some things on your door, uh, front door. Is it okay for me to drop some things in your front door? Say, yes. Take somebody shopping as you're going home today. Say, I'm, I will not see you again. I don't know if you have, uh, you've stocked, piled, piled, you know, for the next month, just in case. You know, so make sure that you take somebody out. Yes, yesterday I went to uh, the day before I went to Costco, and the queue. People had people had sense that we we're about to go on lockdown, and everybody had bought toilet roll. I was wondering that uh, this toilet roll thing is coming again. <laughs> I didn't realize that they knew something I didn't know. 
It was only yesterday that I realized why they were buying toilet roll. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's practically show love. Love is not what you say. Love is a verb. Love is a doing thing. Check up on people. Call people. How are you? Are you okay? If we say, because if you have a brother, even if you don't like them, occasionally you call them. You still have to help them. How many understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So let that be something that is evident in this church. Everywhere we go, we should be known for people who love each other. Because now your family is not the family you came from naturally. Your family is this family. Hallelujah. I said, this is now your family. Give me Galatians chapter 6, verse 10. Quickly. This is now your, 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 your family. And the Bible says that do good to all men. Now that we have uh, this opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those of the household of faith. Hallelujah. We are supposed to do good to everybody. So check somebody out. Call Pila. Pila, are you okay? Have you got some food? Can I drop some things? You, you, you get it. Call somebody. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Love never fails. But there are prophecies that will fail. There are tongues that will fail. Knowledge will cease and vanish away. But love will never ever fail. Hallelujah. Love. First John chapter 4 verse 8 says that whoever does not love does not know God. If you don't love, you don't know God. Because God is love. Verse 12 says that no one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us. And his love completes or perfects us. His love has been perfected in us. Hallelujah. So once we have, we have been chosen, once we have believed and confessed, the next thing is we show our love. Amen. And if we, have, we show our love, then the last thing for today that God wants us to do is to prove why he has called us. There's a reason why God has chosen us. He's chosen us to prove the world. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7, you see your calling how not many wise, not many noble after the flesh, but God has chosen the foolishness of this world, world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to put to shame the things that are mighty. And the base things of this world and the things that are despised, God has chosen that. And the things which are not, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things which are, that no flesh will glory. Amen. So God has chosen us so that we'll prove to the world that God can make something great out of nobodies like you and I. Amen. How many understand what I say? I'm saying? That God has chosen you and I to prove to the world. How is he going to prove to the world? He's going to prove to the world by making you the salt. Matthew chapter uh, 3, chapter 5, sorry. Verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. Amen. He has chosen to make us the salt of the earth. What does salt represent? Salt brings taste. Salt preserves. 
Salt brings flavor. You know, in, in the Roman times, they used to use salt as currency. So when you, somebody works for you, you pay them in salt. Have you heard this statement, the person is worth his salt? That's where that statement came from. It means that if you work the whole day and I give you one bag of salt, it means you are worth your salt. So the bag you are carrying, you are worth it because you have worked it, you have earned it. Hallelujah. So God has chosen us to prove to the world that we can bring flavor to the world. Oh, did you understand what I said? We have been chosen to bring flavor to the world. We have been chosen to preserve the world. Hallelujah. We have been chosen to preserve the world. How do we preserve the world? By praying for the, the world. Praying for the leaders. It's so clear. COVID-19 has, chosen, has proven to us that the world leaders don't have a clue what they are doing. How many understand what I'm saying? In fact, the third world countries have, been, have become better governors and leaders at COVID-19 than the famous, uh, what do you call it, Western gov- uh, uh, president and prime minister. They've been proved to be useless. Isn't it true? Look at how many lockdowns we are going. Like yo-yo, today they say lockdown. The next they say they go out. They say they, we don't even know what to do again. You can sit in a bus. You can't sit in a bus. You can sit to two meters. Now you have to sit one meter. Now you can go back to three meters. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that is why you and I need to be praying for the, the, the leaders because they don't have a clue. Without God, they make silly decisions. Look at uh, how many people are dying in America and they are still doing rallies. When I see that, something just... Say, are you thinking... It's like you can see green, you're calling it pink. People are dying, say, oh no, it's the doctors, they are making up numbers. And there are people who believe. Church, we need to pray. Hallelujah. I said, we need to pray. We are the salt. We have to bring flavor to our world. We have to intercede for our world. Not only are we salt, we are also light to the world. Amen. If we are light, then we have to show the glory of God wherever we are. Light, wherever light is, darkness cannot comprehend. In John chapter 1 verse 5, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it not. Hallelujah. So if we are light, then we have to show forth. We have to show it forth. Hallelujah. How many have been chosen? Somebody say, I have been chosen. I have been chosen. By the blood of the Lamb. I have been chosen to prove to my generation that there is an intercessor. I am the intercessor. I am the light. Do you believe that you are the intercessor? Do you believe that you are the light?